0: They're still doing the Q&A. That would be questions and answers if you're playing along at home. Uh, Mark Larson here on San Diego's Talk, AM 760. Uh, the Q&A back in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, where they've had now another night of uh, street violence last night. Understandably, to an extent, protests, peaceful protests, fine. Uh, even Joe Biden said yesterday, or at least somebody who looked like Joe Biden, he's still wearing the mask. You know, he was vaccinated two months ago or so. But he's um, you know, he he says, uh, you know, violence is just not acceptable. But keep doing the peaceful protest. with violence, not acceptable, uh, and, nor the looting. Okay. Well, what happened in the last few minutes, and we heard some of that live here on AM760, in the press conference, the mayor back there said, well, the officer who thought she was tasing uh, Duarte Wright, uh, Dante Wright, uh, was, uh, and instead shot him has resigned, and the mayor seemed a little surprised, taken aback, that the timing, well, he was calling for a firing yesterday. Then he said, well, the police chief's also gone. And then this guy, his name is uh, Tony, uh, was it Grundig or something like that? So they spelled it out for us, but that was just unfolding there. And watching him take questions out, is, at the moment got to be the worst possible job in America. He, of course, he happens to be white. I don't know how diverse their department is back there. But they talk about a thankless job. And one of the things he said a little bit ago, he said we're going to actively monitor the uh, the protesters and the news media because a lot of the protesters really got in the faces like threatening a lot of the news media yesterday. So that guy, um, this this thing's not going to be over for some time. And there are still a lot of questions. Obviously, due process is important. Tom Del Beccaro is an attorney. He's with us here at politicalvanguard.com also uh, very involved in the recall of Governor Newsom's Newsom. I want to talk about that. But, I mean, I'm watching this guy, Tony Grunig, G-R-U-E-N-I-G, acting chief, like he just got the nod, like, okay, you're next. And talk about stepping up into the griddle right now, where every decision will be overly scrutinized. I guess maybe rightfully so, but he just looks terrified to me.
1: Who, Who would want that job? And you have these police chiefs resigning, Because the anti-police fervor that goes on and the lack of, you know, you have these movements, Mark, where they want to take away qualified immunity. And what qualified immunity is, is that you got to, in effect, you got to allow police to have a certain attitude to act without fearing that they're going to be sued for everything they do. And this gets right
0: into where we are in California, because there's this new, the the whole new law about necessary versus reasonable force. I mean, cops have so much to, to, and I'm not defending any cop that goes rogue or does something stupid or whatever. The vast majority don't do that, and they do the right thing, and it's a very, very difficult job, but there's so many things before they even get into any situation that come to mind in California and elsewhere, then you have Rashida Tlaib, who ought to know better, a member of Congress, Democrat no, from she Michigan know. well i 'm just ought to know okay better. maybe she'll she 'll never did. know better, but she, she she called after all this happened with Dante Wright and the police officer. she made a call public call for no more policing just no let 's not have any more policing. She says <laughs> it wasn 't an accident. policing in our country is inherently and intentionally racist. Dante Wright was met with aggression and violence. I'm done with those who condone government-funded murder. No more policing, incarceration, and militarization. It can't be reformed, she wrote on Twitter last night. And she's getting criticism, even from both sides of the political aisle.
1: But she voices something that BLM and others say, and you have uh, Jason Whitlock getting banned from Twitter because he acknowledges the obvious that the leaders of uh BLM are buying expensive houses while they claim, you know, that that greed is wrong. So look, there's
0: Right, you're the, referring to he, the to the woman who's the uh she talked about being steeped in Marxism and you know the, the BLM head and, and she's now got property is worth like three million bucks. So she's doing okay in her Marxism.
1: Yeah, well because they make a lot of money when you head up groups like that. Joel Olstein and others, I'm sure I'm going to get in trouble for that. But listen, this idea that all cops are bad and we can loot anytime this occurs, I mean, it's, we're, if a cop is lawless, we get to be lawless mentality is, look, it's tearing the fabric of our society. But the left is okay with this, it is how they get elected. And, and this is really dangerous. Now, fortunately, there's a new poll out that we have at PoliticalVanguard.com that the lawlessness on the border is actually hurting the Democrats, as, as it logically would, because they basically opened up the border to anything goes. But, you know, I thought Joe Biden was a healer and all these problems would be resolved. What happened to that?
0: Hmm. Well, right now, I'm just I guess, it looks like activists have gotten into that briefing now, too. We're just <laughs> told that's going well. The mayor looks beleaguered back there in Minnesota. Tom Del Beccaro with us, politicalvanguard.com. Uh, again, uh, this all echoes here uh, locally throughout California as well. We know what happened in May of last year after the George Floyd uh, murder and all, all of that, uh, what, what happened through the whole course of that, or the George, George Floyd incident, because I realize due process is still going on there. But, you know. The chance we hear are that you have to have justice. People want justice. Well, what that means now seems to be you have to do what we think. And we're not judges and jury and whatever, but let's go with what we say. Otherwise, we won't call that justice. So No,
1: they won't. And, and look, this is getting to the point where you brought up last July when BLM went through Walnut Creek. Where my office is, literally across the street, the police just stood a hundred yards apart away, let them loot stores and sort of directed them to where they could get picked up by their friends, because the police department didn't want to get sued. Is that the future of America?
0: Well, uh, we shall uh, we shall see, because right now you've got uh, at all levels risk averse people, uh, cancel culture people. There's there's all of this happening on multiple fronts. And it's it very telling what I had David Horowitz on yesterday. And I said, you know, you've been analyzing and warning about the radical, the far radical left for a long time. Is this surprising you how quickly it's happened? He said, yes, if he's surprised. Uh, to the extent and the, uh, the speed, that's, that's really something as well. Now, at Tom Del dot politicalvanguard.com, where you find all kinds of great news uh, posted for you there and uh, eye-opening analysis as well. What do you make of the uh, overabundance of caution and not risk-taking that six people, one, I know one fatal, one critical, but six people out of the million plus, in fact, millions of Johnson & Johnson vaccines administered across the country, they're now pausing. And they say and they, the CDC says through an abundance of caution um, and, and saying it'll take a few days to smooth this out. Um, and Mark, Mark,
1: Mark, if this had been on a normal track, mm-hmm. they would eventually get to human trials. If they had a rate of six people with blood clots, they would not approve this.
0: Are you sure, though? Is that, cause yeah. there, there are a lot of meds that are advertised on television with those endless disclaimers and the fine print. And uh, does it only take one? Yes, but those
1: are in, those are in the massive trials. Yes, it takes a very—that's the, the amount that they go for, these minor amounts.
0: Because yeah, they'll say, sure. you know, caution they'll show smiling people on these commercials and they'll say, you know, you might burst into flame yeah. and have itching that never stops for the rest of your life, but then you see someone smiling and eating a cookie. It's just
1: But you know. keep in mind the Moderna Moderna is now denying that theirs cause blood uh uh clotting.
0: It's- well, and, and Zast- Zastra. AstraZeneca, or as we call it, Zastra, over in Europe, they they say, well, we got to put a hold on that. Then they had a similar, I think it was 13 clotting incidents, and they said there were nothing, uh, none of those were connected. So maybe that's the case with J&J. J&J could be other things. Um, but here we are.
1: But this, this mentality that um, you're anti-patriotic and a bad human being because you're— Waiting to see how these things play out, I think is wrong.
0: All right, Tom Del Beccaro with us, politicalvanguard.com. On the recall front, Gavin Newsom, in the middle of all this, he was crowing about 1.5 positivity rate. That's down next to nothing compared, well, relatively speaking, compared to where we've been for the last year. He He's he obviously whistling through the graveyard, thinking that, well, portraits of words, through the uh, through the woods. He's going he to be still, <laughs> still in the woods. Uh, but Newsom is, is saying, hey, look how great we're doing. Of course, Florida's been doing very well <laughs> with, with not the same lockdowns. But now that he's opening up more. And then maybe yeah, they'll be tempted to Mitch- not open up as much because of the J and J question. But what's really going we, on? He,
1: by the way, he got J and J. But but keep this in mind: Michigan is headed towards a, sh- a shutdown. Um, but. Look, Gavin Newsom, interestingly enough, is now all about opening. Would he be the same without the recall? The answer is he definitely would not be the same without the recall. Something did very interesting happen in the last five since I've been on was that the San, San Francisco Chronicle land lambasted Newsom's defense hmm. of demonization and partisanship against the recall people, saying that basically he— his only defense is to malign he's not defending his suspect record and when the san francisco chronicle said oh that's that, that's Mark something Lars-
0: Oh yeah, he's, right? he's lost. That's like when uh, in the old days with Vietnam War and Walter Walter Cronkite was on then, and and, and uh, he went against the Vietnam War, and then President Johnson at the time, uh, historians would note, he said, "Well, if I have lost Walter, I guess I've lost the war," or something to that effect. And they went and you know sat on the throne and gave a press conference as he used to do while flushing. That's a whole separate fascinating tidbit about Lyndon Johnson and a uh, chance to do my Johnson impersonation. But anyway, uh, so so that's Newsom, bad. if he's getting the criticism from the chronically wrongical, and they're right on this spot what's next and i know there's also the push again people in sacramento are trying to they want to reveal who's been signing the recall like oh, yeah make now, of course
1: they they want to say it only applies to future recalls which means mm-hmm. that they basically want to kill the possibility we'll see whether that would hold up in, in court whether they get that. It doesn't apply to this particular recall. I will note that longtime Democrat Don Parada, who is head of a group of Democrats called Stop the Steal mm-hmm. as it relates to Newsom, has demanded that this is how pathetic the Democrats are in, in Sacramento, has demanded that the Recall Gavin 2020 people release all of the copies of the signatures that they received. Now, I don't know whether they're just stupid or plain being cloy, but of course, it's against the law to keep copies of them, and therefore <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't know whether Don Prat is just stupid.
0: Well, I, I, is that a rhetorical days. question? And and the county registrars have till April twenty nine to verify yes. signatures, right? So they're they're looking yes, for any really possible right. thing, and the, you know the efforts on in many counties and at the state level, just hoping they can throw out enough to get uh, so it doesn't have the threshold. But uh, that's not right. not going
1: to work because we the the latest estimate from our side is that it's very close to two point two million, <clears throat> which would is just way past what it would take The one
0: The 1.4 million, so they can't throw out that many. They'll try, and they're trying uh, on a variety of fronts, so we'll be on top of that. PoliticalVanguard.com, the publisher, Tom Del Bacaro, also an t- attorney by trade, is there keeping tabs on all this. Thanks, Tom. Be safe. See you later. San Diego's Talk, AM 760. Mark Larson here on number 800-760-5362. San Diego's Talk, AM 760.
1: Hi-Hi Radio.
0: iHeart Radio, and iHeart in general, is the number one choice for music, radio, and podcasts all in one. And no one makes it easier to hear everything you love in one free app. If you're not one of the tens of millions who have the app, what are you waiting for? It's free. Download it today. Get the iHeartRadio Radio app in the App Store, again, for free, and start listening. Or go to 760radio.com, where We also tell you when to be listening today, right here, to win a 1000 bucks too. So... Check it out, won't you? And we appreciate that very much. Uh, More coming up with the uh, San Marcos teacher uh, with the uh, online rant that that's not the only rant that's been on. You want to know the cost of what's happened during the so-called euphemistically called distance learning? I mean, there's plenty of, wow, people are stressed out on both ends of the Zoom. The Zoomettes and the Zoomers or whatever. We'll get to that coming up in just a bit. And Dr. Fauci's show was back in, I mean, he's back up there. One reporter earlier going, so nice to see you back where you belong. Hello, Dolly. Fauci. And they're just putting the brakes on the Johnson & Johnson thing for a few days we're hearing. The uh, abundance of caution people are in charge here, and and we can debate this whole thing, but the wild card in the middle is now is what's happened in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota with the killing of Dante Wright on Sunday. The officer identified as Kim Potter, 26 year veteran. Uh, you, you, I mean, the video, the body cam video, as we told you yesterday, is pretty clear that she thought she's grabbing the taser. Even after all the training, yeah, mistakes happen, but this is really horrible. Um, grabs the taser and thought, she, or grabs the the gun with the ammo, and thinks she's going for the taser and warns taser taser, you know, and then. It says, holy bleep, I shot him. And now we've had the last few nights with street protests that get ugly. In fact, one of the Democrats in Congress was chastising the networks for even using the R word, calling it not Republican, but causing, saying it was a riot. It's not a riot. Well, there's looting, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's violence. That's not a riot. So are we redefining that now, too? Is it all really going to be called peaceful protest now? And I, I don't blame people for being P.O.'d about this, but there's also due process, but that doesn't matter, apparently. So now you have this chaos that's unfolded, and again, this has ripple effects to a nation on edge from a lot of stuff. Why are my kids stuck on distance learning? What, I've just, you know, take shutdowns, lockdowns, open up. Everybody's sick and nervous about being sick and nervous, or potentially. And you have the case going on there with the cop on trial uh, or in uh, for the George uh, George Floyd shooting, in Minneapolis, just down the street, almost a few miles away from where this happened in Brooklyn Center. So then every time public officials in that in that tinderbox red hot environment get up and do public pronouncements, apparently they're not thinking uh, the rules one oh one here. are do not add fuel to the fire. So you have the mayor of Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, who happens to be African-American. And he yesterday says, I'm calling for the, uh, you know, the firing of the police officer and we didn't know that she happened to be a white police officer female um, and today in the press conference last half hour or so we played some of this it, it appeared that he was taken aback the timing was off that that she had resigned what did he want to publicly fire her in front of the is it and then and then the police chief resigns and then he says to this uh, Tony uh, Grunig, who's, off, who's a white cop, like next in line, line of succession, it doesn't go to Nancy Pelosi, and uh, you know, that, that's, that, that's only for the presidency. But anyway, this guy is now the most unlucky person, worst job in America, to try to bring calm to that city as the acting police chief who gets introduced by the mayor. And then he says, well, I got, in fact, we'll have a quote coming up here, have a little soundbite or two after the bottom of the hour. But they're asking if you got a plan. There was some activist that got into the guise of being a reporter, and that got all over the road for a while. So, if anything, most likely disturbances will be worse tonight because of the ineptitude of of a lot of the public officials who are trying to calm things down. But instead, can I get a gas can? Throw it on that. They ask the new acting police chief, "You know, you got a plan? I really don't have a plan. Realize you're new, but somebody's got a plan, right?" So that and more coming up. And by the way, I have the hit list of, uh, it's unfortunately negative hits, not like, you know, the hits from coast to coast. It's uh, not like the old Casey some days uh, on any sort of top 40. But it wasn't just in Minnesota last night where protests got ugly. I mean, Portland's a given. They've been doing that now for hundreds of days. And it doesn't matter, you know, left, right. If anything, you know, the the agitators there just, they don't care about that. They just want the chaos, right? So, they, you know, Portland's on the list, but there's mothers might be surprising because you probably haven't heard about them and hopefully things stay calm here. But we know, you know, we've been to this show before. We know how this worked last summer. This is just a perfect storm of, ugh, I mean, like a priority stuff. So I still can't, I can't believe they've been dealing with this. I know it's a small police department there in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, Minnesota, and, and. Minnesota is run by a lot of people on the far left. Okay, so they're trying to just be you know, be kind, be careful and then they keep stepping at it when they do it and maybe they have nobody else in the department that could be the acting police chief who happens to not be white. That would have seemed to be a given. They maybe have, maybe I guess we'd find out how many cops. So they have like nine on the force. It's not a big city. But this guy worst job in America now uh We'll have some examples of that chaotic press conference and some of the grilling coming up here. And also the uh, Dr. Fauci resurgence. Remember, when it comes to anything now, including, well, you might just have to shut down again, as, as the CDC director said to the Michigan governor yesterday, we can't speed up getting you more vaccines. We have a national plan and you got to listen to the scientists. You know? and Biden always says, listen to the science, listen to Dr. Fauci. I mean, he just he's enamored with Dr. Fauci. Almost in the way that one of the reporters was, can I get you a pillow? That's almost what the reporter said. That and more coming up on San Diego's Talk, AM 760.
2: San Diego's Talk, AM 760. Hi-Hi Radio.
0: Just to add uh, calm to America, you see who uh, Biden announced he's uh, nominating as the head of the Customs and Border Protection Agency, the CBP? Uh, Chris Magnus, the police chief of Tucson and a longtime critic of the Trump administration's anti-immigration policies, his nominee, Biden's nominee to lead Customs and Border Protection, one of six new leaders at Homeland Security, notes uh, the story in the Union Eye Tribune today. Uh, he's been, as the article says, an unusual police chief. You think? In addition to publicly criticizing the, the uh, Tucson police chief, Publicly criticizing anti-immigration policies of the Trump administration, he appeared to surprise his own mayor when he abruptly offered his resignation after releasing a video of a man who died in police custody. He was also recognized nationally as the man in uniform hoisting a Black Lives Matter sign at a protest. Uh, there, there's all kinds of things swirling with that. So, so, but it's not a crisis on the border. Remember, it's not a crisis. I mean, we should start doing a count. How many days ago did Kamala Harris get nominated to? Uh, well, just chosen from that moment as the. Border czar, right? I say czar because if I said czarina, it would be sexist. So I'm not going to say that. But Kamala Harris is still not taking up any of the invitations to go and visit the border. I'd rather look at what it says right here. It's kind of like Fauci looking at the stats, you know. Well, we got a bunch of lab rats. All the people of the U.S. are like laboratory rats. And I'm just going to look at the stats here. Why don't you go out and see what's going on? Nah, I don't want to do that. I'll just, I'll decide right here in my office. We have top people working on it, top. So in all of that chaotic world, by the way, welcome, San Diego's Talk AM 760. Mark Larson here, number 800-760-5362. Um, Fauci's back with a bigger voice than ever, so I've got that. But what's been going on, we talked a lot about this over the last uh, couple of segments here, what's unfolded in the last hour in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, is, is just continuing more chaos public officials who need to know when to nip it. They need to not keep going. Part of this is, let's all be sensitive. I don't want to say no to any question. And they find out you got activists in the room, masquerading as, it appeared, as uh, as journalists. And it reminds me of the, is the guy, Ted Whelan, the guy who's the mayor in Portland, you know, left-wing mayor who, Kept saying, oh, just like the mayor of Seattle, remember last summer? It's summer of love. And then, you know, the riots you can't call riots began. I'm all for peaceful protests and just not the when the second shift comes on and all of a sudden we have what happened in La Mesa. So, but, but this this is all adding more fuel to that kind of thing. Understandably, what happened in the shooting, the officer-involved shooting last Sunday was, was horrible. It's painful to watch. But never let a crisis go to waste. So much of this is also being used by, let's just face it, activists on the left and right. You you follow the money. Who's raising money? There's all kinds of stuff. But understandably, the people are blanked off about it. You know, they're just at wit's end. It's also time for activists to come in and do what they do, as we've seen. So sure enough, they have this press conference and the mayor of uh, Mike Elliott, who's the mayor, African-American mayor at uh, Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, trying to be nice like you know Ted Whelan was in, uh, in in Portland, try to be as accessible. And the more they get into it, the more that just accidentally, I think a lot of it is accidentally just fueling the flames. So here's a little bit of that. And this is when he said, oh, by the way, the officer involved, Kim Potter, 26-year veteran, white, who thought she was going to tase Dante Wright, and ends up shooting him and says, holy bleep, I shot him. I mean, you know the story by now. Um, She resigns. The mayor yesterday was saying she should be fired or resign, but I think he wanted to fire her. So he's taken aback a little bit that she resigns. And then the police chief resigns. And then this Tony Grunig is uh, one of the next cop in waiting. So he comes in, white cop who stands there trying to Make some peace, and I don't have a plan uh, for some of this because it's like I'm the new guy. Worst job in America now. I mean, I feel for men and women in uniform here and, and across the country, this is a tough, tough situation, and it gets tougher by the hour, it seems. Especially when you have elected officials, for whatever reason— not knowing when to cut a press conference short. Here's another example from uh, Brooklyn Center, just a little bit.
2: Internal policies, and there are a plethora of more that you and I and others will be able to sit down and talk about, but it's these types of internal policies that are literal decisions that the chief is making in terms of enforcement down to his officers, to his deputy chief, and to the officers under him, in terms of what are the enforcement practices going to look like. We believe that our brother
0: That's the questioner, right? Profiled. He's yelling the questions you know, out. I, I think he was an, a, a credential journalist. Part of the excuse that was used Can't tell everybody's got masks house. on.
2: And so we have a, a major problem with that level of minor petty um, um, uh, enforcement that can lead to such tragic, horrific consequences. My question to you is, what internal what do you plan to do in regarding looking at reviewing the internal policies practices and procedures of the department? What is your plan for inwardly looking as opposed to just outwardly looking? What's your plan with the staff that you're now about to go and have dialogue with as their new chief as someone who has already been engaged with community outreach? what is your plan inwardly with the, with the staff now? I don't have a plan. okay. okay. That's the new a plan. Acting, I, can, I can talk to the community members and see where they would like the, the direction it would like to go. But I was appointed the chief an hour ago. Oh. I don't have a comprehensive strategy to look internally, to look externally. Right? I understand your concerns. I can't comment to the BCA's investigation. We want to be transparent. We want to do things that the community members would like to see us do. We want to be a part of that community. We want to work with our community members. And if that means creating an an engagement group to discuss with, then we can do that.
0: But I don't have a comprehensive plan to look internally and look externally at this moment. Okay, well, he was appointed an hour before that. But then the press conference went on on and on and on and on and on. And it's going to be another hot night tonight in that city in Minnesota. While the George Floyd case continues just literally miles away. Uh, perfect storm for a lot of uh, messy situations. And just last night, not only reactions and any you know, other peaceful protests, but there are also plenty that got out of hand. If you call it a riot, there was a member of Congress uh, calling the networks, well, you need to apologize, don't call it a riot. You're watching the video. Who are you going to believe, me or the, your lion eyes? Um, peaceful protest doesn't involve breaking a window and going into a store and, and looting. But and even Joe Biden said, "There's no excuse." He said that yesterday, awakened from his nap, is there's no excuse for looting or, or, uh, and then uh, I'm exaggerating just a tad. And they said, "But peaceful protests are fine." So on one hand, he's going, "Don't do that. Don't don't get out of control on that. Don't don't riot and don't loot. Peaceful protests, good though." He's probably thinking, or someone will tell him what he's thinking that it's that. There, I I covered both sides. Let's see. uh, Tear gas last night. uh, A lot of other uh, incidents. Again, you can see the video. uh, 13 arrests made nearby Minneapolis, including burglaries and curfew violations. They had a curfew like 7 o'clock back there. Nobody really paid attention to it. At least those who, uh, again, there are some peaceful protesters. And then there are the others who go, hey, opportunity time. Uh, Where else? Portland. Well, that's again, Portland, Oregon, they've been doing this now for like 150 nights for whatever reason. doesn't matter. They attacked the Democratic headquarters one night. Then they got the Republicans. And New York City had some protests. Um, that was pretty calm, but it's, uh, it's starting. I, I was watching uh, last night. I thought, I wonder what's going on. I flip over MSNBC, and it looks like the whole world is in a conflagration now. Conflagration. Say that fast. Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville. They had more protests there last night, and that yeah, uh, you, know, you can just hey, tempers are getting hot. Seattle, Washington, as well Washington D.C. Uh, a lot of the chants in Washington, and it wasn't so much a, a looting, and, and uh, at least what I've seen in this, but the crowds chanting, and you're hearing these chants now. One of the popular chants in Washington D.C. was, "We don't need no cops." And then it was uh, Rashida Tlaib, member of Congress, Democrat from Michigan, who is taking heat, even from Schumer and other fellow Democrats, saying, ah, it's too far." She and members of the squad uh, saying things like she did, uh, Congress member Tlaib, that uh, we don't need any police at all. We just we don't just don't need police. It's time to they're too military. That this we just don't need police. You get men and women out there with uniforms then to monitor with uh, just take pictures and that's how does that work and remember after all this last year minneapolis has a an officer shortage they started advertising the last couple of months hey got your dream job here you want to step into that right now i'll spare you fauci we'll hold a little bit of fauci after the break here because uh you know the president says, "Listen to the science, the experts. Listen to Doctor Fauci, as if every word is uh, is gospel." He's back and very prominent. And more coming up. San Diego's Talk AM seven sixty. We packed the iHeart app with our fun for spring fling week. You can get it all there. A uh, soundtrack for your road trip or whatever. It's uh, you have everybody singing and cheering. Watch your social distancing. So says Dr. Fauci. The free iHeartRadio app is available for you in the App Store because number one for music, radio, and podcasts all in one app. Go to 760radio.com. Dr. Fauci back in prominence as chief White House medical advisor today. And even the reporters saying, so nice to have you back, doctor. Here's a little bit. They're talking all about the... The abundance of caution because of six blood clot cases, you know, one, one dead and one critical with the J&J vaccine, maybe. They don't know, but they're holding up now for a few days, the J&J vaccines. Here's a little bit of Dr. Fauci's triumphant return.
2: A couple of issues uh, come up of, of the importance of, of uh, calling this pause uh, because people say, what does the pause mean? It really allows both the FDA and the CDC to further investigate these cases to try and understand uh, some of the mechanisms of what it is, some more details about the history of the individuals who are involved and okay. might okay. shed some light on looking forward, what will happen and what we will do. That's the first thing. The other thing is to make physicians out there aware of this, and there are some clinical implications of that that I
0: believe are important so who is it example, okay so so fauci's doing this kind of thing and he doesn't know what he doesn't know and I, I got to think somewhere because it's what he does this is all they do and they have no problems with shutting down the CDC director yesterday told the Democrat governor of Michigan well eh, sorry can't get you more vaccine certainly can't now with the pause in J and J but this idea that you know you may just have to lock down again and they made that's going to go over well. But it doesn't matter to a lot of the people who I know, best of intentions, but people have learned a lot by now. We've also learned, and the evidence is there scientifically, that a lot of this stuff doesn't work. Distance learning, very debatable. What's happening, the toll on kids and teachers, as evidenced by the San Marcos high school teacher. Now, uh, if you missed this, here's Zoom meetings going on, and she exercised her First Amendment rights. If
2: your parent wants to talk to me about their profession and their opinion on their profession, I would love to hear that. I know very little about anything else in the world other than education, okay? However, if your parent wants to come talk to me about how I'm not doing a good enough job in distance learning based on what you need as an individual, just dare them to come at me. Because I am so sick to my stomach of parents trying to tell educators how to do their job. I have never once gone to a doctor's appointment and tried to tell my medical health provider how to treat me. You know why? Because I know nothing about that. I didn't get my degree in medicine. I am going off. I'm sorry. This is my go-off period.
0: Well, everybody's a little testy. I understand that that's uh, high school teacher San Marcos Alyssa Pirro, who's now been placed on administrative leave while they... See how things go there. I wouldn't go to Dr. Fauci for a second opinion. He gives us whether we like it or not. Second, third, fourth. Third. Wear masks. Don't wear masks. You might be a super spender. Good luck. We're all counting on you. San Diego Talk AM 760.